0: Hey, unless you've been under a rock, you know the NFL is back, college football is back, and the NBA Finals are underway. Prime betting season right now. It's winning season, though, at MyBookie. I don't know about you guys, but a little something-something on the game, whether it's not that much or maybe more than not that much, if you've got a hunch about something, is a lot more fun than just flipping around, oh, there's a game on. Get with MyBookie. MyBookie MyBookie.com, the official website to get your sweet action with this ZabeCast. Go there right now and put your deposit in. They will match your deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Pretty sweet, right? Plus, they've got a $100,000 super contest for only a $10 entry, and they're giving away five grand in cash prizes every four weeks. I mean, come on. Get in on this. It is the best leverage you'll ever get to win a big payday without having to risk losing a big payday. All that and more is at mybookie.com. Promo code Zabe. That's promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, Alpha BRAVO, ECHO. Get that 100% dollar-for-dollar matchup. Sign up today and bet with the site I use, mybookie.com. NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, it's all there at mybookie.com Today on the Zabecast, what happens when sports teams sacrifice pure virgins on the altar of the safety gods and the gods do not reciprocate? Notorious J.A.Y. joins me. We talk Dwayne Haskins benching, plus the Eddie Van Halen-Michael Jackson collaboration that produced sheer magic. Plus, the Masters Tournament has always been careful not to gouge. Your high test, not street legal. 30-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up. And let's go! Here we go! Thursday, October 8th, 2020. Welcome to week five of the NFL season. And like Christmas in Whoville, the COVID Grinch could not stop it from coming. This despite a flurry of positive tests on Wednesday, including Stefan Gilmore, All-Pro DB for your New England Patriots coming off their loss in Kansas City, a game in which he was seen hugging Patrick Mahomes after the game. The Tennessee Titans apparently broke protocol after they were shut down. They organized an individual workout. I'm laughing because it's like you would have thought if they broke protocol, it would have been to go out and have a big old party and say, ah, we don't need these fucking masks. They're like, shit, our facility's shut down. We want to work out. We want to get better as a team. Let's go work out. And they violated protocols, and now the NFL may come down pretty hard on them. What's funny is that the NFL is going to have to come to a reckoning here of, okay, what are we going to do? How perfect of a season do we think we can have versus Corey COVID? Can we shut him out? Like how much ripping up of the schedule do we want to do? And my sense is they don't want to do much more than they've already done. And they want to press ahead. And so there's going to have to be a shift in attitude with the NFL. Or they're going to have to start throwing out some positive tests and just saying, look, if you're symptomatic, stay away from the facility. Uh, Report your symptoms and we're not going to test everybody. We're going to say we're testing everybody. We're not going to test everybody. We'll see what happens, but we are on week five and we are ready. What happens today's opener? Let me start with this. Today's opener is a fable about the folly of a scienceless pagan sacrifice to the gods, and it involves a team called the Green Bay Packers. They're not the only team that made this sacrifice of two or more pristine virgins to the safety gods, but they're the team that right now is probably regretting it the most. As you know, the Green Bay Packers have put an indefinite hold on any fans at Lambeau Field because of the rising cases and hospitalizations in the uh, Apple Valley as well as or Appleton Valley area. I should know it. Is it Apple Valley? Appleton Valley up there near Green Bay, Green Bay Appleton, wonderful country, great people. Okay. Cases are rising. Hospitals are getting pretty tight, not good. But here's the thing right now, they would love in Green Bay and Brown County to get the numbers back down to where they were at the end of August and early September. Whereas I went back and looked, you're talking cases, which is really just positive tests of six, seven, eight hundred a day statewide. I don't have the county-by-county numbers, but let's just go statewide. They'd love to get the numbers back to where they were in late August, early September, and they would love to get the deaths down to that number. They'd love the hospitals not be so full. But here's the thing. If they manage in the next couple of weeks when the Packers are on a bye week and then they're on the road for a couple weeks, if they manage to get those numbers back to where they were in early September, what then? Because apparently those numbers were also not good enough in order to let any fans, not a thousand, not three thousand, not five, not ten, not fifteen thousand, into the stadium, and I asked at the time i said, why w- under what what metric are you waiting for what Where's the rationale? Was there a press conference I missed that laid out specifically?" here's our plan, here's our why, here's an expert, here's a doctor, here's our roadmap, this is what we're doing. I didn't miss that press conference. They never had that press conference. They just said, they didn't say, they they just acted out of the so-called abundance of caution because it seemed prudent, right? Hey, let's just get the season started. Let's not worry about the fans. We'll be so excited to have the games on television. That's good enough, right? And what they did was they took a pure, sweet, young virgin in a white dress in the form of a home Packer game, which represents a $15 million economic infusion to the city of Green Bay, Wisconsin, and that region, and they put it on a big stone slab, took a giant dagger, and (laughs) gutted her in a bloody spectacle, and then they raised their hand— you know, this is pretty. It's pretty graphic. Did you really have to? I'm making a metaphorical point. And they thrust their bloody hands to the sky, and said, "Are you not pleased, ye safety gods?" And they said, "to To make sure we have pleased the safety gods, and that the numbers will go down even further." From what is already a very low level. I mean, we're talking six, seven, eight, ten, nine, five, six, eight, five deaths per day around that time in the entire state of Wisconsin. In the entire state, six million people. In order to get the numbers even lower, even though they put no specific metric, they didn't say we want to get down to one death or fewer per day, or this percentage of Uh, beds available in our hospitals. No, they didn't say that. They were just like, you know what? Just to be extra safe, we will take another virgin, beautiful and young and full of life in her white dress and put her on the slab and stab her to death. And then we will look up to the gods and say, art thou not pleased with our sacrifice? May thou make thy numbers of COVID disappear. And then a funny thing happened. The gods said, "New phone, who dis?" Or in other words, the virus did what viruses do: it virused. People started getting it. Now, there's some that believe it's because people are being irresponsible, and that they are just cutting loose, and that there's too many stores up there that proudly say "no masks in here," and there's people are starting to go inside to the bars. The weather is turning; it's getting colder. Tis drinking season coming up in Wisconsin. It's always drinking season. Tis indoor drinking season coming up. Is Do we have any proof that transmission is going on in bars and restaurants? Any hard studies? Any contact tracing? I don't know. Maybe. It seems kind of logical. I guess that would be my bet, but we don't know. Furthermore, who says that 6,000 fans in Lambeau Field Uh, 82,000 and change plus suites and giant open air or quasi open air atriums. Who says that isn't as safe or safer than, say, keeping the quick trips open? I estimated quick trips. What do you think? 100 people per hour in a quick trip in Wisconsin? Quick trips are the best. Everyone has their favorite convenience stores, but quick trip in the Midwest and Wisconsin, started in Wisconsin, is so good. Just the way they do things, I love them so much. 100 100 people an hour, I'm guessing. It's about right. 100 people in there an hour, plus the workers. Let's call it 18 hours out of the 24 hours a day. Six hours, it's quiet. 1,800 people a day. Great math, boss. There's at least 10 quick trips in and around Lambeau Field, I'm sure, radiating out. Hmm. It's like 18,000 people coming in fairly close contact. Now, they're not sitting next to each other for prolonged periods of time. They're just breezing by. But still, so who knows? Who knows what's more dangerous than something else? And who knows where the numbers are going to go? But all I'm asking is, so if the numbers go back miraculously in a couple of weeks to the early September numbers, which were then deemed not good enough for fans in the stands, what then? And what if the numbers stay stubbornly where they're at? Or what if they go up? Which all is possible. The Packers are looking at an unthinkable horror, and that is an entire season, a glorious season, in which there were no fans at Lambeau Field. Funny because Georgia's got fans in the stands. Funny because Florida just approved full capacity, even though the teams are not yet ready to go there. The World Series is going to have some fans. Cleveland has added some fans. Pennsylvania has added some fans. How many of these hand-wringing, oh my God, we're about to see the walking dead hysterics from the media about various places, Texas, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, you name it. The Packers and other football teams have done nothing but sacrifice a couple of games to the gods, thinking, well, this is the smart thing to do, right? Okay, yeah. Hoping this would go away. It's not going away. And the gods, they don't care. And thus endeth the fable. Let's hope they get fans in the stands, at least some, as soon as possible. Time now for Notorious J-A-Y. Notorious Notorious notorious. Wow, right on the beat too. Yeah, right on the beat. Notorious J A Y So I know we're going to make this quick tonight because you got to go watch the VP debate and see whether Kamala Harris knows that Tupac is not alive. Do you have any thoughts on that? By the way,
2: what there are there are people who still think he's alive.
0: <laughs> Do you think she's a Tupac truther or just messed Look, up when she was asked who is the best rapper alive and she said Tupac?
2: There are three black things that they're they're t- tears with the black community: the black people that believe that Michael Jackson didn't do it, yeah; the black people that believe OJ didn't do it, oh, Jesus. and the black people that believe Tupac is still alive.
0: <laughs> Someday, peace will come to your people, Jay, and all those will be resolved. But for now, the struggle continues, and the struggle That's is right. real. <laughs> That's right. All right, we got a lot to talk about. Let's start with Dwayne Haskins benched after four games. I said to myself, well, fuck, there we go. There we go. Four That's games. That's what you do.
3: That's, That's what, what do. we
0: do. Exactly. And while I, I should say that I wasn't su- – so I mean, I shouldn't be surprised by any dumb thing this organization does. The fact that it happened – Four games in to a preseason-less year in which there's a new coach, new scheme, new coordinator and everything for fuck's sake, man.
3: you surprised? (laughs) Surprised, (laughs) Eddie? Surprised, Eddie. If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. I
0: am (laughs) pretty surprised right now. I pre-ordered 16 of 16. I said it repeatedly during the preseason or the non-preseason. I said it during the first couple of weeks of the year. I go, look, he doesn't look great, but guess what? The team ain't great. Wake up. I want to see sixteen of sixteen and then I'll get a better idea of what are we gonna do a quarterback. But apparently this brain trust thinks that <laughs> <laughs> apparently this brain trust thinks that Kyle Allen is the answer. And I can say with great certainty, I'll die on this hill. Kyle Allen ain't the fucking answer.
2: I would feel sorry for any other quarterback, but Dwayne Haskins has two, two, well, three problems with him. He was one of those high school kids that I think he left, like went to two high schools in four years, and then he decommitted from Maryland at the last minute. He did. So, he, oh yeah, he was supposed to go to Maryland, and then at the last minute, switched up and went to the Ohio State University. So. I think he went to Murray High School. Is that where he yeah. went, down?
0: Yeah, you know to- you know who he was friends with in prep school, right? The uh, son of one Daniel M. Not- Snyder. You didn't what? know this?
2: I didn't know this. Oh, taking-
0: yes. That The word was because Snyder got to really like him because of his kid knowing him in high school. That was why he wanted him. And that Jay and the coaching staff are like, no, 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 no. This guy is not ready, one-year wonder, still needs to be better in this, this, and this. And Snyder's like, Leroy Jenkins, and he picked him anyway.
2: That is like your dumbass franchise to pick a guy who had won in in football, Zayman, and you know this, you don't take a quarterback who starts out one year and then comes out a la Sam Darnold, a la Mark Sanchez, a la it Mitch
0: Trubisky, although maybe he Trubisky did. had more than one year. I he think sucked. He had two. I okay. think
2: he had two. But he didn't play a lot of quarterback. It was like he was another physician guy and then got moved. Like, what was that quarterback from Arkansas who was played really wide receiver
0: at- for the Jaguars? Right. Right, uh right. Jones.
2: Yes. Okay. You don't take a quarterback who has one year of experience. That's just dumb. Yeah, I mean, well, no, no other way. Well, that's your franchise, and that, that's that's
0: what you do. That's and, how you make. And, that's and how you make the sauce. That's how we make this. And the rationalizations from Rivera today were just unbelievable. He's saying, "Well, you know, uh, we didn't have any. We thought it'd be tough on him because we had no preseason." And I think Michael Phillips, of the Richmond Times Dispatch, said, "So why'd you even start him week one?" And he's like, I, well, we had, he said, well, we had to find out. And he said, he just needs more time and experience. And I'm like, so you're not going to give him more time or experience.
2: Here's my next question to you. And I, I asked this question of my Maryland Terrapin fans. Are you sure? Are you sure <laughs> your coach is any good?
0: Oh, I have very little faith in Ron Rivera. I have a very bad vibe about Rivera. I think Rivera because he walked in and got just got shined up by the media here because he wasn't a clown shoe like Jay Gruden was. You know, oh, Ron Rivera, he's old school, military background, been to the Super Bowl, no nonsense. He walks the walk, talks the talk, new culture, blah, blah, blah. And because Snyder needed somebody to be the face of the franchise, Ron happily filled that power void in perception and now he thinks he can't do any wrong that's why when he doesn't call timeouts while losing by 11 points in the fourth quarter he lectures the
2: fuck out of me on that one
0: lectures the media like i'm gonna do what's best for the development of my young team and they're like no you're just fucking the strategy up is all you're doing but whatever you think makes you sound better so i think there is a bit of a god complex going on he's got a very healthy ego like many of these coaches do but he wears it clumsily I think the cancer battle he's undergoing is giving him a broader life perspective where he's just sort of like, well, yeah, I'm not really trying to win these first games. I want to get my team slowly up to speed because there's bigger things in life, like, you know, my cancer. And I think he's exhausted. Hell, today he said, you know, I was I was hoping we could go two and four out of the gate. And it's like, you mean two and two, right? He met, He said two and four repeatedly before he... Tried to pivot to we've got four, divi- three division games, four NFC games in a row. And I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. You play six division games, 10 out of division, the winner of division games. There's been games in which a team in the division has gone five and one and they missed the playoffs. You know why? They got their lunch handed to them in every other game. It's Have so you dumb. When,
2: when, when people try to reinvent the wheel or do something. Can I, can I bring up somebody and I just thought of this. We worked with a guy no. who I, you, know, you know you know Dennis Glasgow? No, 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 no. Uh Bill we Hess? With, no, no. Charles no, no, no. Sapienza. Don't even get me a star on that press. <laughs>
0: um easy now I could listen to this.
2: I don't care. Chuck, uh, you're a prick. Anyway, <laughs> so we worked with a guy who I thought was immensely talented and he was uh doing the overnight on fox why am i forgetting his name oh my god he did the overnight on fox but after after um after george left he had, he had also they had also given him a run on doing the morning show Oh, the LA yes. morning show you know what i'm talking about
0: and he he switched up yeah. to being this Ultra positive, yes, Yes. like sappy, sappy kind of a sports talk host. Like, I'm gonna be not snarky, not cynical. I'm gonna go cool takes.
2: I thought he was funny, he was, I thought he was gonna be a great host. Jewish, Jewish
0: last name,
2: yes. yes. And he was like, We're celebrating life through sports. I'm like, What the hell is this? And like, he was gone and like. 3 months after that. Hold on a why?
0: second. Why? Yeah. Yo, go ahead. Continue.
2: No, no, why? Because in radio, you can't reinvent the wheel. It is has, say something smart, be entertaining. That's sports radio. There is no if I if I, if I hear one more guy who who's new to the business, who say these faithful words, I want to change the way sports radio is heard. Shut up.
0: Yeah. You're not going because sports, because sports radio is is fast food. <laughs> That's right. There's 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 about four or five different kinds. They're all basically the same. There's drive-throughs. There's speakers. There's screens. There's, Thank you. There's there's, <laughs> there's combo meals. <laughs> you know, they just have slightly different shit. It's no Can radical it departure. Taste- it works because you're like, all right, I get ten bucks. I'm fucking hungry, and I got four minutes. Give and me I food. Eat
2: really well. Right. Right. And yeah. The only thing different about the, the different passing places is some taste better than the others. That's it.
0: David, David, something. Singer? Not singer. David Singer is the producer to the stars, doing oh, great for I NFL love Network.
2: David. Dave, love David Singer, by the way.
0: Can I try David- calling? Let me try calling Scotland right now. All right. Okay. And I'll I'll <laughs> I'll put us together. Hold, please. Let's see if he is uh, available here. Come on, Scott, pick up. It's killing me today.
3: You are looking live.
0: Hey buddy, you are live on the Zabecast right now. Me. Say hello to notorious J A Y.
2: Hello, my Jewish friend Scotland.
0: Hey, Catrell. How
2: you
3: doing, my friend?
2: How are you?
0: So we were talking about we we're talking about reinventing shit that doesn't need to be reinvented. That in fact if you try to reinvent it, it's gonna fail because we were talking about, you know, Haskins and Rivera. <laughs> And Jay what? said, it's like guys that try to reinvent sports radio. And then he said, who was that overnight host on Fox that turned into this really nice, sappy host, and it just God. didn't work?
3: David
2: Stein. Stein! Oh, listen. Boom! This is Scott Oh! Yes! <laughs> that was him. And remember, remember, Scott, it was... Uh, celebrating life through sports. I'm like, what? How are
3: you doing? <laughs> yes, and something like you know, do something nice for somebody today, or what was what was something good? Tell me something good. Tell me something
0: good about your life. Yes, and and yeah. the calls would be like, um, I went out and hit a bucket of balls today, and he'd be like, No, no, I want something real something I deeper. Do. He would actually make people testify on air and the callers were like, "Nah, I just kind of want to talk about the Chargers." <laughs> 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 I'd
2: like to talk about the Raiders, secondary. And LA. he was
0: and he was and he was talented, Scott, as I recall. And Oh yeah. He could have done I think a lot in the biz, but he made that turn at one point and it just did not sell.
2: There's like a- I think he was going in 3 months.
3: Yeah, there's a name I haven't heard. I think we were Facebook friends at one point in time and I I you know, I don't know if he just totally unplugged I don't know where he is, what he's doing, or or anything. I haven't even seen his name on the news feed in forever.
0: Hey, uh member oh. remember that guy Scott Moore who did all the coaches impersonations?
3: Absolutely.
0: I asked Sally, I said, What do you think he's doing right now? and he googled him. Wanted for failure to pay child support.
3: <laughs> oh. Um. Well, how many guys have we known in the business who pulled that stunt? Come I
0: on. I guess, I guess doing killer Bobby Bowden impersonations doesn't quite pay the bills. Correct.
2: I, I remember uh, Stein filled in for you one, one morning, Zabe. And I don't think Scott was there. It was me and Goldie. And uh, he did what, you know, you do sometimes at sports radio. It was like, uh, name me your three hottest women or whatever. And Goldie and I threw out, you know, the Aniston – Jolie whatever, whatever. And Stein goes, This girl from the Cadillac car commercial. And Goldie looks at me and we're like, What? <laughs> and then he goes, and then he goes, Michelle Lee, I'm putting a future bet on her. She was like fourteen right then. And I was like, I don't feel comfortable right now. <laughs>
3: Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely awful. Scott, I'm going to let you yeah. go. It
0: sounds like you're at a youth sporting event. What is it?
3: I I am at a uh, JV baseball game at Blair High School oh, oh, in oh, uh, oh, in oh, Silver Spring, oh, Maryland. What's, is Justin playing... Justin is playing. Justin's in right field. First one in the game scored because he took a really bad angle. It was like he came from the Troy Apke School of Angles. And he's in right field, ball's in right center. And Justin's running, and he's going to, it's not going to be a fun ride home because I'm sure he's going to hear it. He runs straight across instead of running diagonal to cut the ball off. And I'm like, yeah, I'm the embarrassed father eating an Italian sub while I'm watching all this. Dude.
2: (laughs)
0: Dude, that's great. That's great, Scotty. I'm so happy for you. I'm glad your boy's playing, and even though he's in the field of shame, right field – playing in high school baseball something that makes Jay's heart very happy and mine as well hey why don't no, we get it together it
2: makes, makes me sad because I remember Justin in diapers and I know I'm like
0: Jesus hey let's get I together know. in person for a proper reunion okay a very Brady I, oh, reunion love okay that. all right let's do yeah, that I'd love that all love right you love Cottrell all right Scott just hang up I think that'll work so that way I won't dump out Done. on Jay all right buddy Be see good, ya. There glad you go. I could help all right, yeah, back to your hoagie there there you go
2: that was David Stein, and again, I'm going to say, a good post. I was, I thought like this guy's going to beat something because he was
0: funny, talented, funny, new sports, and had some sort of life changing experience that, you know, a voice told him, do nice radio, uplift Scott people's Moore. spirits. Scott Moore, that
2: is one. Oh God, that is that's another one I haven't heard in years. Oh.
0: I love Scott Moore. He he did he was, the best. He did the best, Bobby Bowden. Bobby Bowden who's in the hospital with COVID, but he's fighting. It's gonna do all right, we hope. But uh he did the best, Bobby Bowden, where I've got him on tape. Remember remember the quarterback who was betting on games against the, his own team? Yes,
1: That's
0: I do. McPherson. Yes. yes. I believe. Yes. yes. <laughs> and we got him to do Bowden saying, I, I got I got the quarterback of my team uh betting on the opponents. I can't <laughs> have that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so dead on. I was like, "Jesus Christ, I'm going to pee my pants."
2: But, okay. By the way, by the way, by the way, can I? I hate the another. Where are they now, Fox? Uh, where is Chris Landry?
0: Ah, good question, Chris Landry, who is a very poor man's Mel Kiper Jr. Yes, and Chris Landry got punched in the face in Jacksonville. Whoa. <laughs> <That's great. Yes. laughs> He 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 deserved it less than Rick Moranis did.
2: <laughs> yes, he didn't. He was just carrying equipment and yeah. some drunkard in Jacksonville shot his eye. Right, and I was like Chris. Another great guy,
0: Chris Landry. Great guy. All right, so just to close the book on and so so the the Haskins era is over. Uh, you can't yes. resurrect it from this. And he goes on the pile of discarded quarterbacks. You want to hear the dirty thirty? Since 1993 of Redskin starters. Oh,
2: it's like third baseman is after Brooks Robinson in Baltimore. Go ahead.
0: Dirty 30. Here we go. Mark Rippon, Kerry Conklin. Rich Gannon, John Fries, Heath Schuler, Gus Farad, Jeff Hostetler, Trent Green, Brad Johnson, Jeff George, Tony Banks, Shane Matthews, Danny Werfel, Patrick Ramsey, Tim Hasselbeck, Mark Brunel, Jason Campbell, Todd Collins, Donovan McNabb, Rex Grossman, John Beck, Robert Griffin III, Kirk Cousins, Colt McCoy, Alex Smith, Josh Johnson, Mark Sanchez, Case Keenum, Dwayne Haskins, and now Kyle Allen becomes the Dirty 30 the 30th starting quarterback since the Redskins last won the Super Bowl.
2: I have Tony Banks' number. Want to call him, like like Scott? Because he was in Baltimore. He was a Raven, remember? And we got a little friendly.
3: Let's call
0: him and see what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Another drive-by call? Okay. (laughs) Let's get to the real story, which is Eddie Van Halen and Michael Jackson. Yes. First, your general thoughts on Eddie Van Halen and the group Van Halen, since you are a brother with a good – Rock and roll appreciation. A lot of people are going to get angry. I loved Van Hagar.
2: That's fine. More than I loved Van Halen.
0: That's oh, fine. There, there's, there's two I know. People. I know. There's there's people that are very provincial. Those people can fuck off. You know? You like what you like. Who cares?
2: I saw them in 88 uh, at the Capitol Center. And? That was awesome. They were good. It was, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome as hell. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So I mean the story that blew like, me away was that Eddie Van Halen did the guitar solo in Michael Jackson's Beat It. Yes. Great story, though, to that though. Well, and it 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 started with Quincy Jones, who produced that song, yes. reaching out to Eddie Van Halen to ask him. And Eddie was like, somebody is pranking me, somebody's fucking with yeah, me. Exactly. And yes. He like motherfucks Quincy Jones and the fuck, man! You don't want. What are you fucking? T- just who is this? And he's like, it's me. It's Q. <laughs> Serious, man. It's Q, it's Q man. It's it's Q. It's Q. It's Q. That's, that's my that's my Quincy Jones impression. Right. So uh, so sure enough, Eddie comes in, and he takes a listen to the track, and Michael's not there at, at the when he first came in, and he says to Quincy, he goes, "Would you mind if I rearranged a few things?" And Quincy goes, "That's fine." He goes, "You know, d- do what you think is best." And so. Took ten minutes. He kind of rearranged some of the, you know, chorus and uh, uh, A and the B parts, and did not not major overhaul, but just a little tweak. And then did the guitar solo. And so Michael then comes in after he's done laying down his track for it, and he says to Michael Jackson, "Hey, look, man i I hope you don't mind. I rearranged it a bit. If you don't like it, that's no problem. But Quincy said it'd be okay. And here's what I thought it might be, you know, good like. And Michael Jackson listens to it, and he was like. That's great. Michael Jackson voice. That's <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. No, but Michael Jackson's like, that's fucking great. And he said, thank you. Thank you for not just coming in and laying down a track, but actually thinking of the song to try to make it better. And Eddie Van Halen didn't get a dime. I was gonna
2: that was my you know how much you got paid? Zippity do that.
0: Didn't want a dime, didn't get a dime. And wasn't in the video either, which is no. pretty fucking amazing for a song that is one of the iconic pop songs of all time, right? Oh, there we go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That's great guitar riff right there. Here comes the solo. I mean, that's fucking awesome right there. if,
2: If you ask me, though, what, like, everybody has their, you know, quintessential whatever. If you think, if you close your eyes and think of this person, you think of this. I always say, and I just said, I like Van Hagar better than Van Halen. But I think the quintessential Eddie Van Halen riff is hot for teacher, which is incredible from start to finish yeah that's 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 my favorite eddie van halen guitar riff the beginning and there's a middle part where he's just like what the fuck god this guy's
3: awesome
0: yeah i'm trying to think of the sports equivalent of two titans like eddie van halen and michael jackson collaborating on something that turned out to be so good it'd be almost like let's say magic johnson uh one day went to nolan ryan Before, like, a big World Series game. Although, was Ryan in the World Series ever? Nolan Ryan? Mm, Yes, with the Mets. Okay. In
2: in 69.
0: Yeah. Like, imagine, you know, some great in one sport went to another great, and they're hanging out, and the one guy suggests, hey, why don't you do this? And the other great player goes, yeah, that would be great. And then they go out, and they have a dominant performance to win, like, a great sports game. You're like, oh, that was cool. Thanks.
2: Or, Zabe, you could, you know. Like when uh, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Savage teamed up to form the superpowers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty exciting back in the day, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Goddamn right it was. All right. Hey, unless you've been under a rock, you know the NFL is back, college football is back, and the NBA finals are underway. Prime betting season right now. It's winning season, though, at MyBookie. I don't know about you guys, but a little something-something on the game, whether it's not that much or maybe more than not that much, if you've got a hunch about something, is a lot more fun than just flipping around, oh, there's a game on. Get with bookie, MyBookie.com, the official website to get your sweet action with this ZabeCast. Go there right now and put your deposit in. They will match your deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Pretty sweet, right? Plus, they've got a $100,000 super contest for only a $10 entry, and they're giving away five grand in cash prizes every four weeks. I mean, come on. Get in on this. It is the best leverage you'll ever get to win a big payday without having to risk losing a big payday. All that and more is at mybookie.com. Promo code Zabe. That's promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, Alpha BRAVO, ECHO. Get that 100% dollar-for-dollar matchup. Sign up today and bet with the site I use, mybookie.com. NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, it's all there at mybookie.com. Question, should LeBron James get the MVP, or should Anthony Davis get it? And if Anthony Davis does get it somehow, how bitter will LeBron be?
2: LeBron's had a lot of turnovers this in this series. Yeah. He had like eight in game three. Yeah. Um, I think Anthony Davis has been, even though he did have one bad game, but he's been the best player. By far. So, no, no, no. Let me take that back. Besides Jimmy Butler.
0: Okay, fair enough. But, but you I think you know LeBron's getting it right. He shouldn't. You know he is. I'm not saying should. oh after last night, yeah. and if they win again, and Anthony
2: Davis averages, because he's got some insane average. Like I can't remember what the, but it's like only like Kareem and a couple other people have that. But Jay, so, here's the no. thing: these these There's writers,
0: no these these media members. Our narrative sheep. <laughs> They're going to go along with the narrative. And the narrative is give it to LeBron. Wow, what an accomplishment. Leading the Lakers in the bubble, hard conditions, away from home and family, inspiring the best out of newcomer Anthony Davis. And there you go. This
2: plus minus the other night was for shit. And Anthony Davis pulled his ass. No. Uh, I mean, uh, if he, if he but were you pissed that he walked off the court?
0: No okay to be pissed i'd have to care about the nba finals right now i just don't i i i I, I have lebron fatigue and i i need the crowd i need the spectacle i need to think that pat o'brien is still alive liquored up on a couple of whiskeys (laughs) introducing (laughs) the nba finals and dick stockton still has all his capacities you know where it's like all right here we are it's five o'clock on a sunday afternoon in late may and i can't be bothered with anything because the fucking NBA finals are on, and I am pumped. Remember them days?
2: Uh, I uh, are you talking
0: about? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think, you... think I think next year when the finals are hopefully back in their rightful place, and there's a more interesting team or two in the finals, and it's more about basketball, I'll be back into it. I'm just a little bit bubble fatigued at this point. Okay. And for the record, um, for the record, Jay, I don't give two shits about all the social justice stuff. I think it's a bit much. I think they didn't do themselves any favors, but it doesn't bother me.
2: Listen, that, that's that's what it, I'm not, you know, everything I'm not happy about, but I'm like, I can give two shits about a lot of it.
0: So. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's get well, Oh, re- we'll be- very quickly.
2: Very quickly. Question. I had a question for you. Uh, did you have any? Did you guys do any reverence to the passing of the late great Bob Gibson? Because I always say they're like two athletes who I never saw three, who I never saw, but they're always in my top whatever. I never saw Jim Brown, but I know he was the fucking greatest ever. I never saw Gail Sayers, yeah, may rest in peace, but he was the greatest ever. And it's the same way that Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson, the toughest yeah. son of a bitch mm. to ever play
0: baseball. Like uh, you're right, and and yeah. we didn't give him enough run. It was mentioned I should have given a more run. I love the story about how someone hit a home run off him and then he retired. Pete and Lecock. Then, yeah, Pete, Pete LeCock. Lecock. And then the next time they faced each other was when it was in an old timers game time. at an exhibition at like the All Star game and he beamed him.
2: <laughs> I've heard this story two different ways than what I'm about to tell. Bill White, who was the former uh, President, of the, the American League president or National League president? Well, one of the two. It doesn't really matter for the story. Bill White played with the Cardinals for like seven years. Was Bob Gibson's roommate for like seven years. He got traded to the Phillies. First time they faced each other, the story goes, Bob Gibson hit him.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's That's so fact, I mean, he That's quit serious. playing. He quit playing with the Harlem Globetrotters because he couldn't stand the foolishness. Yeah. <laughs>
0: He's no nonsense, man. No, nonsense yeah. I mean, that's, his, no. uh, by the
2: way, his brother, Josh Gibson. Hey, now. So, yeah, so a lot rest, of talent at Gibson. Fans. Rest
0: in peace, Bob Gibson. Absolutely one of the there greats. You go. All right, real quick. Hey. Uh, did you want to weigh in on the Jalen Ramsey, Golden Tate postgame sister, am, baby mama can, drama fight?
2: Can you fill me in on what the backstory was?
0: Apparently, Jalen Ramsey has a couple of kids with Golden Tate's sister. And apparently, Jalen Ramsey has been uh, dipping. No, no been condoms dipping. in, in that family. No. <laughs> Jalen's been <laughs> dipping on Golden Tate's sister, and it got around. And so the two of them saw each other on the football field when the Rams played the Giants. And after the game, a fight broke out. And apparently, Jalen Ramsey was waiting outside the locker room for Golden Tate. Ooh! Oh what? yeah! Okay, got to protect
2: your sister, man. Come on! I know, you got a sister. I know, you but sister, yeah.
0: But I don't see no ring on her finger. <laughs> you would, you would
2: throw punches for your sister. Stop it! Stop
0: Look, it. I, you know what? Not my. No, I don't want none of that smoke. That ain't none of my business. I'm keeping her oh. moving on that one. All oh, right, geez. here we go. Get ready. Stand by. You can hear that music, right? I can hear the music. Good. I was using the wrong connector the other day. I'm not a good guy. Needs three prongs, not two.
3: I'm the guy. Ha ha, fuck that guy. Fuck
0: that guy. All right, Jay, who's your nominee for Fuck That Guy of the Week?
2: I'm late on this one, but it's still Mark Jones from ESPN. Mark Jones Jones from ESPN, who, wonderful uh, broadcaster, but he said one of the most asinine things ever. He said, uh, I'm not going to accept any more police escorts. Uh, during my games and it was something like I, I, you I'm know, not gonna I." not going to sign I my
0: own death warrant for what real they, he said
2: what are they going to take out a gun while they're walking the and just shoot you come on and by the way let me point this out you're light skinned it ain't going to happen to
0: you <laughs> he's married to a white chick too
2: yeah you you're light skinned dude on TV you're plus, pretty much
0: safe plus people instantly called up dozens of photos with law enforcement escorting him to the booth so he had happily posed for photos all these years but now all of a sudden he's going to take a stand it was like a midnight tweet he probably had been drinking he was a bit emotional and let's be honest espn is going to cut like 300 people in the next three weeks they say bloodbath (laughs) coming because of the pandemic it doesn't hurt to be on the right side of woke right now at espn so could have been a survival move for him who knows
2: Not a good one, though.
0: But Tamar Jones, fuck that guy. All right. My uh, FTG goes out to Seattle Storm head coach Gary Kloppen something. I don't even know his last name. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. no idea
2: who that
0: is. Big ups to uh, Sue Bird in the Storm and uh, Brianna Stewart. They won another title in the WNBA in the bubble, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he was asked, is Sue Bird the greatest Seattle sports athlete of all time?
2: No, he didn't. know. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Steve Largent. That's where it starts in that. No, Ken Griffey? Ken Griffey.
0: No, on, Ken now.
2: Griffey, Steve Largent. That's
0: it. Anyway, bottom line was he said, oh, yeah, the women's game hasn't gotten the respect, and it's partly because of the white guys that are writing those columns. Hey, bro. What do white guys have to do with it? Just say it's not getting the credit it deserves. White guys. And by the way, Gary, you're white, so fuck you.
2: <laughs>
0: what what columns, anyway? I mean, Sue Bird is a great WNBA player. She's won a lot of titles. But trust me, without Brianna Stewart, I think they've got Brianna Stewart, the other UConn stud who's just, like, yes. dominant. I mean, it's a Seattle is as overloaded as the UConn teams the two of them played on. It's like, come on. Anyway. All right. Jay, as always, good run. Thank you, brother. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. I'll end on this. Some quick hitters. The Biden camp has restarted their negative ads now that Trump is recovering from (laughs) COVID-19. I love that. Like, oh, wow. Okay, he's he's sick. All right, let's take the negative ads off. All right, he's getting better. All right, this guy is an asshole. Why don't you just come out with it? We were hoping for worse, but vote for Joe. (laughs) Bobby Bowden is doing good in the hospital at 90. He has had a run-in with COVID himself. He also had a leg infection because you get that age and shit happens. His wife says uh, he is feeling good. Uh, I think might have gotten some supplemental oxygen, but otherwise uh, is hopefully going to do just fine and uh, fight this thing off and get back home where he belongs. I love Bobby Bowden. Uh, Get better, my friend. The Titans are expected to face significant discipline by the NFL if the improper workouts are a corroborated fact, according to a source. They added that the scope of any potential penalties was not clear yet. The investigation by the NFL and the NFLPA is ongoing. Stephon Gilmore apparently had dinner with Cam. Cam! Which I guess would have been a violation. Speaking of dinner in California, the governor has put out a memo or at least a social media post that says, hey, Californians, when you go out to eat, remember, put your mask on between bites. <laughs> People have to look at that and say, you're fucking crazy. Like, this is a parody, right? Speaking of parodies, Babylon B headline, California mandates all food, all food must be consumed through IV to ensure masks are never removed. That's not that far off from reality. California theme parks can't reopen even at 25% capacity until there's one case per 100,000 residents. One. Three counties currently in California have that current situation on the ground. They have a combined 27,000 residents for three counties. Conclusion, California is closed forever. Sarah Jessica Parker has pleaded in an article that New Yorkers must help rebuild Broadway and the arts. She is devastated, of course, by the city in which she, you know, is married to Matthew Broderick, and he does lots of Broadway stuff. I wonder when Hollywood, major Hollywood stars, start to panic about the movie industry and the cratering and the damage and whether it's ever going to come back like it once was. So far, they've been all pretty tight-lipped. Nobody wants to rock the boat, but at some point, the deeper this goes, I think you're going to see a couple of them start peeling off going, okay, we, 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 we got to press ahead here. Aaron Torres, Fox sports points out in July, people freaked out with every positive test in MLB when MLB refused to shut down. They then freaked out about college football. When they realized college football wouldn't shut down, they moved to the NFL, give it two weeks and they'll do the same with the shield. I agree. Eagles cornerback Darius Slay asked about the NFL's decision to have a season amid a pandemic. Quote, we shouldn't have played. Uh, Did you not hear about the opt-out plan, Darius? It was actually quite generous, all things considered. Benjamin Albright, who normally has good stuff, delivers a tweet that I think is not so bright. He says, Titan fan's going to hate me, but they should have to forfeit both the Bills and the Steelers games. Um, here's the problem. I know that sounds good. That's a great hot take. It's a very vengeful take. You broke the rules. You endangered people. You messed up the schedule. Forfeit, forfeit. Remember, forfeits, the flip side of that coin is a gift win to another team. So I do not want to have a league in which a couple teams were handed wins, gift wins, just because one team broke protocol. But maybe in Benjamin Aldright's NFL, he's just fine with that. Athlon will not publish its annual college basketball preview due to the chaos created by the pandemic. I'm sad about that, but then again, I didn't read them anymore. I haven't read them in 20 years. I used to be so into college basketball. I wanted to know who's on what team, who's the JUCO transfer, how is it going to go. And either I got older or other things distracted me or I got tired of it or I don't know. Something happened. I used to be so into it, though. It's been a while. And from the Say It Ain't So category, Ford will cease production of its iconic Mustang Shelby GT350, asking or axing one of the best cars it has ever made from its lineup. Damn shame. Just make the existing uh, Mustang Shelbys all the more valuable. And then finally, there's this. We know Augusta National has been famous for its refusal to gouge people, whether it's for a pimento cheese sandwich or perhaps a commemorative shirt with the iconic yellow outline of the United States with the red flag in the heart of Georgia. They don't gouge. This tweet was from, or this uh, excerpt is from a David Owen book on the 1965 negotiations for the Masters tournament rights. Under the 65 contract, writes Owen, CBS paid Augusta National just 125 grand for the right to broadcast the tournament, perhaps a third of what the club would have received in an auction with all three networks. Said Roberts that year in a letter to Horde Harden, that would be, uh, I believe, uh, Clifford Roberts, it is all feeling that the practice of a little moderation at this time is desirable. If Augusta National and the USGA and other tournament sponsors insisted on extracting every dollar they could, the time devoted to commercials would have to increase to cover the inflated costs. With less of every broadcast hour devoted to golf, golfer, viewers would be losing interest in all but the biggest of tournaments, and events with the smaller audience would disappear proper way to think of television, Roberts believed, was as a long-term investment rather than a short-term bonanza. God bless the Green Jackets. Say what you want about them. Say what you want about the club. But they were pretty smart. All right, that'll do it for me. Remember, this is not a full-blown recap of everything that I do. Check me out on 6 to 9 a.m. on the game in Milwaukee, 97.3 FM, 3 to 6 p.m. with a bonus happy hour or best of hour, let's call it, uh, from 6 to 7 on Team 980 in Washington, D.C. Tomorrow is Friday. That means football five ways Friday. You are looking live. Mr. X and I make our picks and give our reasons behind it. We've been hot so far out of the gate, we're making you money. We got charts with fantasy advice. I screwed up last week because I put a wrong chart in there. I fixed it as quick as I could. Thank you for pointing it out. Uh, College football, Tim Murray will join us, as well as a fifth bonus segment on football. I urge everybody who loves football and wants to make money gambling on it at mybookie.com to subscribe. It's five bucks a month. You will make that back in spades. When you hear our smoking hot picks, thanks for listening. Have a great Thursday, and we will see you next
3: time.
0: Hey, unless you've been under a rock, you know the NFL is back, college football is back, and the NBA finals are underway. Prime betting season right now. It's winning season, though, at MyBookie. I don't know about you guys, but a little something-something on the game, whether it's not that much or maybe more than not that much, if you've got a hunch about something, is a lot more fun than just flipping around, oh, there's a game on. Get with MyBookie. MyBookie MyBookie.com, the official website to get your sweet action with this ZabeCast. Go there right now and put your deposit in. They will match your deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Pretty sweet, right? Plus, they've got a $100,000 super contest for only a $10 entry, and they're giving away five grand in cash prizes every four weeks. I mean, come on. Get in on this. It is the best leverage you'll ever get to win a big payday without having to risk losing a big payday. All that and more is at mybookie.com. Promo code Zabe. That's promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, Alpha BRAVO, ECHO. Get that 100% dollar-for-dollar matchup. Sign up today and bet with the site I use, mybookie.com. NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, it's all there at mybookie.com
1: dot com.